Judy Carter, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love. Um, and I'm here with Jason Medberry. How's it going? It's going good. You know, I'm getting, um, I coach a lot of people lately. I've been mm -hmm. coaching a lot of people who um, have read my book, The Message of You. Mm -hmm. And it's a book that shows you how to become um, a motivational speaker mm -hmm. and find your message and speak and get paid to do it, which is what I ha I myself have been doing for the past, like, gosh, it's been 20 years. That's <laughs> crazy. Anyway, but I've, I, I really have been enjoying um, that process of seeing somebody discover their message mm -hmm. and to me it's like their purpose it's, and and it's a very emotional process and I find that people usually don't know how to express what their message is or their their purpose is in, in a speech and like someone will say well I wrote a book oh what's your book about and then they launch into a story about themselves mm. right and mm. they're always go, well, you know, I had a problem eating sugar and I was, and then I gained a lot of weight and then I found that sugar is really bad for you and, you know, and then I wrote a book called Sugar Blues and I'm going like totally unmoved um, <laughs> about that. Yeah. Um, because it's really all about them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we all care about ourselves. So I think I found a way, Jason, to help people really find what their message is by asking one question yep what is that question okay what problem does your speech fix mm. what problem do you solve what problem do you solve and and i this can relate to stand-up comics as well yeah I, it, it actually relates to any business at all you know if you are if you are a professional if you're in a startup or an entrepreneur or a solopreneur or whatever you might be you should know very clearly what problem you solve because that's gonna that's gonna clean up a lot of headache for you let's talk about headache then okay, okay? like that's a little um you know, commercials now have to grab people and yeah. they all have very short time, like mm -hmm. 15 seconds. When I first started doing commercials as an actress, they were like one minute. They oh, were yeah. like little plays. Mm -hmm. We spent 11 hours shooting them. It was crazy. <laughs> um, but let's take headaches and let's take, I don't know, Bear or Advil yep. or some pain thing. And um, the only reason that um, these drug companies exist is to solve someone's problem. Mm -hmm. And so the commercials always start off with... Do you have a, you know, does, is your head bothering you? Do you find this and that? Do you, yeah. they're always asking you the question, do you have this problem? Exactly, and that's exactly how you start a speech. Mm -hmm. Not only is that how you start your speech, but that's how you market your speech mm -hmm. and that's how when someone says oh what do you speak about that's how you tell them what you speak about because the first question you should ask yourself about whatever business you're in is what problem of others does this solve and most likely it's solved you've discovered this message mm -hmm. this product 
whatever it is you yep. have, whatever it is you're selling, selling your service or a book is because you had this problem. Mm-hmm. But if you're the only one with the problem, <laughs> nobody's going to buy it. Exactly. Right? So when you tell somebody says, well, what do you speak about? Or what's your book about? What's your comedy like? And if you tell them about yourself, you're not giving the information away that will get you paid. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is the thing about solving a problem and phrasing a problem for other people is one of the first things you're doing, even without doing it intentionally, is you're demonstrating empathy right off the top. You're going right off the top and saying, don't, do you ever have the problem with blank? Or have you ever suffered from blank? Or has this ever bothered you? Or have this and that. The first thing out of your mouth is you asking about someone else and what's concerned with them and what they need. You know, 100%. if you can start pretty much any, you know, piece of marketing, any business question, any, anything essentially with that, in mind first, you're going to get so much further. Also, the bigger the problem you solve and the bigger transformation you can put someone through, the far more valuable you're worth. You know, if you if you say, oh, well, I help a very small group of people who are maybe three or four people do this one thing that's kind of a bother and a nuisance and then you know, they, you're not going to make a lot of money. You're not going to change a lot of minds. You're not going to get a lot of gigs. But if you say, I can fix your marriage, that's a huge fix. That's a huge solve. You know, that's a, that's a very different thing from, I used to do this and then I used to do that. It's like, no, you've got marriage problems and I am here to serve you and help you and get, you know, get you to where you want to be. Yeah. And I know some, a lot of people on this podcast listening are um, comics. Mm-hmm. So let's let's relate it to that. Yeah. I mean, I was watching Wanda Sykes' uh, Netflix or was it HBO special? Anyway, it's on. Yep. Brilliant, I adore her. She's amazing. And it's called, you know, this is not normal, mm-hmm. or it's not normal. It was like, and and it was her runner through her show, and um, so you go, okay. What's this about? Well, there's a lot of people right now extremely agitated and uncomfortable with Trump, Mm -hmm. right? And it's not like you're going, well, I'm about, I have a problem with this and I this. It's just like she then takes that and puts that out there and makes it funny in a way that all of us who are having these feelings that this is not normal connect with her and Bam! We want to follow her. We want to pay money to see her in concert. Mm-hmm. We want to, you know, buy what she's selling. Mm-hmm. Why? Because she makes us feel bet like-minded people mm-hmm. feel better. She makes her audience, yeah, her audience. Now that brings us to something else that's really important. What problem do you solve? Mm-hmm. That also will help you get your audience. Yep. So when I work with people and I'm coaching people on their speaking career and 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 getting their brand, their message, whatever their purpose, whatever you want words you want to put on this, is like who are you speaking to? So I first, when someone wants to work with me, I will send out a questionnaire to see where they're at. So who do you speak to? And they go, well, corporate audience. 
It's like, uh, yeah, some general, anyone who will listen to me. Anyone <laughs> yeah. who will listen to me. Yeah. Women. Yeah. And I go, what, what women, uh, millennials, seniors? I mean, once you really hone in on the problem that you solve, then the next question to ask yourself is, what sector of the population, what niche mm -hmm. does this help? Yeah, who am I helping? I mean, one of the great things about a stand-up comic when it comes to this question is what a comic provides, what the best comics provide is perspective. They are providing a perspective on something. They're not just making jokes about the weather. They are providing a perspective that people can connect with. Because, yeah, it's very easy to say, well, comedy's there to make people laugh and give them an escape. But it's, but yes, and you can go to any sort of, you know, open mic night and someone can make a joke about their dog and you're, you know, escape for a second. But it's the, the really great comics, the really great performers are bringing in a perspective that maybe is you know, different, or as you said, like-minded, someone who is like-minded, but can, you know, uh, iterate concepts in a way that you never thought of before. That's what a comic does, is they basically introduce new thinking. And mm. being able to go in and solve, you know, you're not, yeah, you know, it's not an A and B, you know, A plus B equals C kind of equation with a comic. You know, it's not like this comic helps people stay married. You know, that's, that's not what a comic does. But a comic says, I can come in and present a perspective that you connect with, makes you feel better, and at the same time, you're laughing your ass off and you, you're having fun for an hour. Yes, you know? and actually comedy now is you really have to find your niche. Mm -hmm. You can't just put yourself and say, I'm great for everybody. Yep. I'm just I'm just funny. I mean, yeah. you can get to those points, and there are people who are, who are superstars, and certainly comedy has changed so much because um, there weren't that many comics. Yeah. I mean, my career in comedy, I was very fortunate because there were like two other female comics <laughs> at the time, not like like thousands of yeah. them, you know? So, so the way you market yourself then becomes, um, what is my niche? Yeah. You know, what is this perspective that I'm sharing with people? Where are my like-minded people? Where's my tribe? Where's my tribe? So in order to know the problem that you solve, there is something that you need and you can't do it without it. And um, it's shocking how few people really get this. Mm. It's called empathy. Oh. Okay, so in order, let's just go back to our Advil commercial. Do mm -hmm. you have a headache, yeah. right? How much do you think um, this drug company knows about the science of headaches? I would say a decent amount. Yeah, right? <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. They know the material. They've yeah. investigated it. They have teams doing R&D mm -hmm. about headaches. Yeah, they've invested in it. Yeah. So if they go, do you have a headache? Is this what? They know what's going on. Mm -hmm. They have, a friend of mine does this for a living. She gets research groups. Mm. Like, and it's so interesting to me, um, market research and what she does is like a company like Universal Studios hires her 
puts groups of people together mm -hmm. for her to write up a report to answer this question what problem does Universal Studios solve? Yep. Uh, not, but they don't say it like that. Yeah. They say, why do people come here? Mm -hmm. What do they want? What, what kind of experience do they want? Mm -hmm. And and uh, what she found with Universal Studios was they all want insider information. Ah, okay. They want something they can go back to Idaho and say they saw something that nobody else saw. Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh, that ride was fun. Yeah. They, that's what they want. Mm -hmm. They want some kind of insider experience that makes them a little more special than their friends, that yeah. they saw something their friends didn't see. Mm -hmm. That's that's what people want. So, so that's a kind of level of understanding that we, that we creative people all need to have. Mm -hmm. Because if you are just telling your story, you're asking the audience to just have empathy for you. But where is your empathy and understanding for the audience? Mm -hmm. And that is why when I do a gig, I always go, can I call a couple people in the audience? And I ask them, what's a hard day? Tell yeah. me about your life. So I know a bit about the audience and who they are. Mm -hmm. Because I, uh, oh, I shouldn't let this out. I mean, I, I speak to people who have, you know, nine to five jobs. I've never had a job. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> you know, it's not a natural audience for me. Yeah. Right. I can't tell stories about my life. Being an entrepreneur, working in my pajamas, they're not going to relate. I mean, yep. I do jokes about it, but, you know, we have to have empathy for an audience because otherwise we don't understand their problem that they have. And then and we, we talked about Wanda Sykes. Well, obviously, no matter how brilliant Wanda Sykes is, you know, she's going to bomb if she's playing in, you know, Bismarck, North Dakota. Yeah. Yeah, it's just because she has to, you know, you also have to identify the audience that you are serving. Because just as much as finding out the people who you help, you also need to know the people who you wouldn't help. And wouldn't you, so you can know, all right. That's why saying something like, I speak for anybody or any corporation or women or whatever that's not necessarily true. You may you may work incredibly well with this one group, you know, women between the age of 35 and 55 who live in the Midwest who are married, who are heterosexual. That's like one group right there then that you may be absolutely a dream come true to. And then another group that's opposite that you're going to fail miserably because you're not empathized with them. You're not serving them. So when you ask your questions, which is that seems to be the biggest action step is instead of just thinking in your head, I should be a speaker because I'm smart about blank or because I've had this experience. You need to say, what questions am I willing to ask people? What am I willing to explore? What am I willing to research and invest in knowledge so that I can truly serve people and solve those problems? Right. So let's let's go with our um, action steps. So if you want to become a speaker or it, whatever you are putting out on social media, you want people to pay you. Yep. You want to do something so people will pay you. Answer this question. What problem does your product or your services solve? Next thing is, how much do you know about that problem? Mm -hmm. You know about it for other people, but we've done um, a, a podcast on research, yes. right? Of going out there and researching mm -hmm. and, and, and seeing what really become a real expert 
on this topic. And this is even if you're making jokes about something. Yeah. If you're making jokes and you want to do political jokes, you better be doing some research on what's going on politically. Yeah. So you really need to become an expert about the problem and what your audience is feeling. So when you stand on stage and you give a premise that just nails it and they go, yes, yeah. they, they, they go crazy. Mm -hmm. Yes, I understand. You know, one of the best pieces of advice I have ever heard uh, when it came and I, I think it came from my uh, from clients on demand. And one of their uh, written things was the more you can demonstrate your understanding of someone else's problem the more they are going to believe that you're the one who can provide the solution. Yes. And guess what? The more they will pay you. The more they will pay you. That's why some speakers get like for an hour speech, $150,000 mm -hmm. for an hour speech. Yeah. Because this company really believes that they have something valuable that is a value to their employees. Absolutely. Maybe not to everybody, mm -hmm. you know, but to their employees. And then that means you need empathy. And the problem that you solve becomes your people, your fans, your followers, mm -hmm. your audience. That is what differentiates you from the development deal you're going to get. Are you going to be on the Christian network yeah. or are you going to be on Bravo? Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like different brands and you can't just go auditioning for everybody. You have to figure out what is your niche? Where do you stand? You know, so many people out there are waiting to be discovered. Mm. Here's the thing. Use these techniques in, in this podcast today to discover yourself and then watch what happens. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofyou.com where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening and let's find your message and launch your career.